Okay, everybody, welcome back once again to Tech Gumbo. I'm Haggai Davis II, along with Haggai Davis III, and we'd like to welcome you to Tech Gumbo. Here on our show, we like to talk about the past, present, and future of all things technology in a topical, interesting, and digestible way. Without geek speak or a bunch of acronyms, we just want to talk about technology that's important to us and important to you. We also want to thank Cardinal Capital. To business owners and CEOs, hopefully you have a good relationship with your lender. Even if you do, sometimes you face other challenges, such as a need to consolidate debt, a want to level out your cash flow, or a desire to buy new equipment because you're in growth mode. If this describes you, give Cardinal Capital a call, whatever your need or challenge. They have over 4,000 lenders where they source commercial capital for business clients. Chris, Gary, and Rob at Cardinal Capital have a passion for business, and they want you to succeed. When you meet with Cardinal Capital, they get to know you and your business, so they can present your needs to lending institution that will best fit your unique situation. In short, they go after money for your business. They translate your business into what's important for lenders, and they are good at it. Depending upon what the deal is, no matter how complicated or straightforward, they will help maximize your profitability while setting your business up for success. They find the best solution for your situation, all while being fun and easy to deal with. For more detailed information, visit their website at cardinalcap.net. You can also call them 225-308-3700 or email them info at cardinalcap.net. Okay, Mr. Davis, how about we start ourselves a big helping of tech gumbo today? Sounds wonderful. Start off with the news and updates like we love to do. Millions of iPhone users in France have been warned that radiation levels may be rising and that France wants to ban the iPhone 12. Yes, the headline from this story was large and attention-grabbing. It said, empty shelves. But that's probably not actually what's going to happen here. So the, the ANFR in France had found that the iPhone 12s were giving off a little bit more energy than they were supposed to. The threshold they like to set is 4.0, and they were at 5.74 watts per kilogram. And so the good news is that there's a pretty easy fix for this. Apple expected to release a software update and that this will all be taken care of pretty easily. Yeah, and you know the idea that they were going to ban the sale of the iPhone 12 Considering we're going to talk about the iPhone 15 here in a few minutes, how many iPhone 12s are still on the shelves at, at the at stores that are selling iPhones? Yeah, my guess is that if you're seeing iPhone 12s, that they are secondhand iPhone 12s, and which are a still solid piece of hardware, but that's not quite the the same picture here. My bigger concern is that this is going to be one of those things that conspiracy theories people point to, that they say that, oh, 5G causes cancer, or 5G causes COVID, or those things like that. That is absolutely not what is happening here. And if anything, this goes to show that there are people around the world who are looking out for these types of things. There are a lot of different governmental groups on every continent who are watching out to make sure that cell phones don't cause cancer and that if they ever found anything which came anywhere close it immediately becomes a big deal so rest assured your cell phone is still a very safe device it is not going to affect your reproductive organs it is not going to fry your brain they are very safe pieces of hardware 
despite that the ANFR is telling people not to sleep with the phone under their pillow, or that men should not have these phones in their trouser pockets, and ladies should not have their phones in their bras. Okay, I get you shouldn't have your phone under your pillow just for the heat factor, not because of radiation. And and this is just a really disappointing article. I agree. The scientists, if they're saying that, it is so far out of abundance of caution that, you know, you get that why chance it, why bother it. But this is one of those things that is, it's just not a problem. No. Other iPhone news we wanted to get to. China is banning the iPhone to be used by the government officials at work. This is, you have to view this as a tit for tat that we spent the first half of 2023 talking about how many different states and the federal government were banning TikTok on phones at work because they had cybersecurity concerns. Well, the iPhone is a very American product. It had, you know, made in, uh, it's not actually made in Cupertino, but it screams America on the international stage. And so, this is China saying, oh, well, you don't trust us, but we don't trust you either. That's right. And it's not just about TikTok. It's also about the Huawei Technologies company that the U.S. has banned from being in the 5G cell sites in the U.S. and in a lot of other technologies that the U.S. has banned saying you, we're not going to use certain chips made in, in China because they have smaller chips embedded into them that sends information back to China. It's kind of amazing that China's doing this because with the iPhones being made in all of the Apple products that are made in China, you're only going to hurt your own economy. I agree. I think that their argument is probably that their government officials' usage of their work phones is such a small fraction of the total iPhone here that it's not a big deal. And you, it's interesting you brought up Huawei because, while well, yes, that is something that we have banned, we're not the only people who have banned Huawei. A lot of Western countries have chosen not to use that technology in their 5G, whereas most 5G countries haven't gone to the same level of stupidity that we have banning TikTok on government devices out of cybersecurity concerns. And so I think that's one of the places where you can kind of draw this distinction between where are the places that are actual security concerns versus what are the things that are political theater? And much like our bands of TikTok on government phones are political theater, I think that's exactly what China is doing with their iPhone here. And the <laughs> this is also important to note that it's only just the beginning that China is looking to get more aggressive on American technology because we have not really backed down on our stance around Chinese hardware. Because of the U.S. sanctions blocking a lot of the, the chip-making technologies that are going on in China, the Intel's $4.5 billion tower semiconductor acquisitions, China shut that down and said, no, we're not going to let you have those all the materials you need. And, and so, again, we're just we're playing, like you said, tit for tat, back and forth. Here we go. It is important to note that Apple made the decision to not use cheap Chinese memory in its smartphones. It has been outsourcing that from other locations. This is probably a good idea, and I think they're, they're very happy about it. 
And I think you would expect over time more and more people to try and source their products from the non-Chinese manufacturers. The problem is, is that our technology and China's technology is so interlinked that it is not possible to unwind these things. And it would be decades of sustained effort before we were actually able to draw the line between them. And so until then, it's just going to be poking each other in the eye and seeing who blinks first. And the iPhone news continues. This past week, Apple was hit with a no-click zero days exploit on the iPhones, which if you're listening to this and you have an iPhone, please update to 16.6.1 operating system. So we talk about zero-day exploits occasionally, and these are these are bad. These are really bad. This is the the worst case is zero day. That means the for the cybersecurity people, drop what you're doing and go run to fix that. No click is worse than that because no click means that you don't even have to get that email and open up the attachment. It is that vulnerable. They have figured out that kind of loophole that simply this thing coming across your device is enough for it to start exploiting. When you start talking about vulnerability, the way Apple has has been hit with this this no-click zero day, this is really bad news. If you've got any kind of business level information on your phone, if you've got your credit cards, your bank accounts, all of your passwords, this is why you really, really need to go out there and get the latest update It's the iOS version 16.6.1 to make sure that your phone is now protected. And that's the thing. As soon as you update your software, you're totally good to go. But you have to do that update. So we we kind of mentioned it a little while ago. The iPhone 15 is coming out now. And... There were a few people over the past two months that were making a lot of speculations, and not all of those rumors were true. Yeah, the iPhone 15 is finally out, and this is very exciting. It's a very big deal. And, you know, we even talked about some of the rumors on this show. And so the first one that we wanted to bring up is that they're actually not going to hit that $1,500 threshold. They're still only $1,200 at the high end. Yeah, only $1,200. That's great. The next thing is, yes, there will be a USB-C port on these phones. It's not the USB-C Thunderbolt 4 that allows upwards to a 40 gigabits per second of throughput. This is the USB-C 3, which only gives you 10 gigabits of throughput, Roughly one-fourth of the Thunderbolt 4. Now, 10 gigabits per second of throughput is still incredible. You know, five years ago, that would have been completely groundbreaking. And now we're sitting around going, oh, only 10 gigabits per second. That is a very fast, very large amount of data that you can move very quickly. And so this is, is still nothing to sneeze at. And part of this also is that USB 4, that Thunderbolt, that is still not super adopted uh, in a lot of places. And so 
that could possibly be their argument here is that there's just not many people who are having this be the standard and that they're not going to jump out in front and be the first one on this. Another thing that was rumored, but there is not going to be an ultra version of the iPhone 15. Another thing, the iPhone 15 camera is going to be a little bit better, but not that much better. And you know what? This is only so many times in a row that they can say the camera is better and have that be a selling point because how many people actually notice that the camera is better? And you're also not going to be able to get a two terabyte drive on your iPhone 15 Pro. And for the the handful of people in the world who are actually trying to make a full 4K movie on their iPhone, okay, you're going to have to upload a few scenes to the cloud and then keep filming. But you're not going to be able to keep the entire movie on your phone and then edit on your phone. Yeah, so just to put that in perspective, if you have two terabytes and you have the 10 gigabit per second throughput, that'd take you about five or 10 minutes to move the entirety from your phone onto a hard drive somewhere. And so two terabytes is a lot of data. That is really much more than most people are going to generate you have to be taking hours of 4K footage. So this is this is not something that you and your your music library is going to hit. This is you are a professional level photographer. You're a professional level videographer. That is the only way that a person is going to hit two terabytes. Most computers that we're selling nowadays have 256 gigs on of a hard drive. Some will have 500 gigs, which is one-fourth of two terabytes. So most PCs don't have that kind of a hard drive. Yeah, our cloud storage is two terabytes. And I know for a fact that I sit below 400 gigs of everything that I've ever done saved across my, you know, degrees, all of my personal stuff, all of the data I've ever generated is 400 gigs. And so I could not imagine having that is 2,000 gigs on my phone. Exactly. And it's also not going to charge as fast because it's got the USB-C 3, not the USB-C 4. You're only going to be charging at about 50% of the rate of of the USB-C 4. So it's going to take a little bit longer to charge your phone. But again, compared to if you go back just 10 years ago to the iPhone 3, where it took overnight to charge, now you're talking it's going to take an hour instead of six hours. It's still blazing fast speeds. And that's the same thing with the there's not putting Wi-Fi 7 on it. That Wi-Fi 7 will be unthinkably fast. And Wi-Fi 6 is on it, and Wi-Fi 6E, you can't really find Wi-Fi 7 routers. They don't really exist yet. They're still very expensive, and Wi-Fi 6 is so fast. That's ultimately the threshold that we're running up against with a lot of these upgrades, is that the technology has gotten better, but most people aren't going to be able to tell the difference. That's... Whenever you're 
you know, if you're watching Netflix and you're working on a document and you're watching Instagram and you're watching TikTok, that's not enough data to hit these thresholds. It's just tough to need this much data. And you're really at the business level where you're moving around large 3D files. You're an architecture firm. You're a mechanical engineering firm. But if you're just a person with at, at home and you're, you know, maybe you have three people watching Netflix, you're not going to hit these caps. With those kinds of speeds, you could have 20 people all streaming a separate Netflix. Despite Netflix password sharing problem, you could you could not even get close to touching the capacity. So, yeah, these are all or these are all rumors that were that are being dispelled. Okay, fine. The but let's say you're going to go out there and you're going to go buy a new iPhone 15. You you like the the little bit better camera, all the things that we just talked about that you're going to get. So each one of the carriers, they're going to have trade-in offers and it's just going to vary based upon if you're trading in an iPhone now and what version iPhone that you're trading in. Yeah, because if you have, you know, an iPhone which is semi-recent, then you can actually still get a good amount of credit for it. And that's the thing is that the iPhone is still a solid piece of hardware. They have made it better. It is going to be incredibly fast. The battery is going to work for a very long time. The those are good cameras. They're they're fantastic cameras on it. And you know, we had all those dings against it in the previous story, but those are more just that you can only make it so much better and it's not jumping into the astronomical tier, but that's part of why it's only sitting at that $1,200 price point. It was that $1,500 price point. And if you're someone, you have that iPhone 12 and you've had it for, you know, a year, two, three years, you could actually get a pretty decent amount of money for it in some cases. Yeah. The, the previous story to sum it up was what's called first world problems. And and so, it, it, you know, if, if you have an iPhone 13, you can trade that in, get a thousand dollars credit towards a twelve hundred dollar phone. So for two hundred bucks out of pocket, you can go get an iPhone 15. If you're with AT&T or, or, or T-Mobile, Verizon, it looks like they've got up to a thousand dollars based upon certain conditions. There is some fine print, however. Yes, all of these carriers are offering you all this credit because you will have to stick around on their network long-term. And that is the plan is that they sell you that hardware up front for much cheaper because they know they're going to make their money back over the two years or three years. Or if you've been with that company for you know a decade or two decades, that's what they want. They want you to sit there and keep staying on the network and you're not too mad at them because you know the other ones aren't that much better. So you say, okay, well, Maybe I'm frustrated, but they did give me the new iPhone pretty cheap, so I'll stick around another cycle. It's all about recurring revenue. Keep that recurring revenue coming because no matter how much talking you're doing on your phone or how much texting or data you're you're pushing around, whatever your monthly plan is wildly profitable to them. So they really want you to continue to send that check once a month for your phone or however many phones you're responsible for. And if need be, you can 
with any of the carriers. You can do a pay over time kind of thing. And, and oh, look, if you want to just go to the Apple store and buy the iPhone and not have it linked into an exclusive carrier, you can do that as well. You only get 650 bucks off the 1200 bucks, but you can do so. And then you just kind of float around on whichever network you're going to be on, I guess. But that's up to you. We want to thank General Informatics for sponsoring our show. General Informatics is an information technology firm with a mission to make our clients even more successful through the best use of technology. Based in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, General Informatics is a premier IT managed service provider delivering exceptional managed IT solutions to a diverse base of customers across the southeastern United States. From the beginning, we have maintained our commitment to meeting the growing needs of our clients through continuous innovation. With over 20 years of experience and a team of 180 plus employees, including technicians, engineers, program designers, GI has evolved to become the leading IT partner of business schools and government agencies. Our managed services teams can run your digital infrastructure or support your team on an on-demand basis, letting you focus on your business strengths. This has become a proven formula. So proven that 98% of our clients continue to do business with us year after year. Whether you need IT services, new technology, or have a question, visit us on the web at geninf.com. If you enjoyed our show today, we are here on Talk 107.3 FM every Saturday at 4 p.m. And the show reruns Sundays also at 4 p.m. If you missed any part of the show or you'd like to hear this or previous episodes, check out our podcast. Available on almost every podcast platform, including iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music Audible, and more. When you're there, be sure to subscribe so you get notified every time we post a new episode. If you like our show or you have any suggestions, let us know on our website at www.techgumbo.net. Thank you for listening to Tech Gumbo.